You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. What do you do when things keep getting worse? Let's get into it. King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. I don't want to wait. Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts music together, Jed Brewer. I'm comfortable with waiting, but we only have a 30-minute slot. That was the original draft of the song that was <laughs> began Dawson's Creek. I'm comfortable with waiting, but it just didn't have that kind of indie rock ring that they went with. Well, we're talking about such things on the show tonight. We're answering a question that came in to thebridgeloud at gmail.com. This week's question says, what do you do when things keep getting 
worse. And Glenn, what indeed? Well, I think, first of all, let's start talking here about this is a tough place to be in. We've all experienced this. Every person on the planet has experienced this kind of feeling when things are just getting worse and worse and worse. And you're trying to be patient. You're trying to hang in there. Maybe you're trying to distract yourself. Maybe that's with healthy things. Maybe it's with unhealthy things, as I have done in the past. Both options. Uh, Yeah, we we understand the, the, the feeling of that. And it's worth taking time i think to take stock and say that stinks and yeah we're not yeah. we're going to look at a lot of things to help this and hopefully improve it but we don't want to gloss over that and we don't want to just change the channel and say well turn that frown upside down uh it's important that we have a strategy moving forward that takes into account how frustrating this is that's right. And, Jed, I think we want to acknowledge that frustration. We want to not, as Glenn's talking about, not sugarcoat there. But we also want to draw a line on the frustration defining our reality, right? Yes. How, how does that lead to problems? Well, the thing about frustration, the thing about discouragement is it has a momentum to it. It's going to try and move you in a direction. And if you're anything like me, and I pray you're not, but if you're... <laughs> if Jed was possessed by the elder spirits there for a moment. <laughs> if you're anything like me, the thing that frustration and discouragement tries to do to you is it starts trying to tell you, this is it. This yeah. is the rest of your life, bro. It's always going to be... This is this may be as good as it ever is. It's all downhill from there. And if you buy into that, which when you already feel discouraged, you can. it's not that hard to buy into that. The next thing that discouragement and uh, um, despair want to tell you is, we know everything's going to suck no matter what you do. So why bother? Why stress yourself out, man? Just, you know, put your feet up and wait for oblivion to overtake you. And again, I mean, we can all look and be like, well, that's not right. That's not a good way to live. But in that moment of feeling like, dude, things just keep getting worse in my life, it makes a certain kind of emotional sense. And plus, there's a sense of, look, I'm already exhausted. I feel worn out from... Being discouraged and dealing with discouragement and trying to not just give up, I I don't know that I have energy to try and do another round and, and, and fight on. Plus, if I'm not convinced it would really do any good, what's the point? Why not give up? That sounds great. I think the question that we need to land on is, is that voice of encouragement right? Is trying to make a change when things seem their darkest, is trying to make a change in that moment pointless, or is there more to that story? A little heads up, because it would make for a weird rest of the show. It's not pointless. Ah! It does have a point. We're going to talk about how to do that when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud. This world around 
We're back with you here on The Bridge Lab. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined once again by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Do we really need these things? Let's get going. Also joined by the producer of the show, Jed Brewer. I celebrate our intros. Don't call into question the, existence, the validity of the intros, Glenn. It undoes my whole world view. <laughs> We're going to answer your question that came to The Bridge Lab at gmail.com. This week's question says, what do you do when things keep getting worse? And Glenn, we ended that last segment with Jed uh, make some very good points about uh, kind of giving in to the despair. Mm-hmm. At some point, he was uh, possessed by the deep spirit <laughs> uh, from another realm. Right. Uh, we talked about uh, you know what, maybe everything's just pointless and we should just live in that. Right. And I felt comfortable staying there, but during the break, we decided we shouldn't do that. Right. So if everything's not pointless and horrible, where do we go with these feelings of frustration? Well, I think it, the problem that I experience when everything's going wrong, things keep getting worse, is I want it to get all the way better right now. Yeah. And that's, that's a reasonable desire. I don't, I don't think that's sense. a wrong thing to want. It, it would be weird if you said, look, I want, to, I want things to get better, but sort of one at a time, y'all. Over the next five to ten years, modest improvement. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I think, healthy and normal to, to not have a burning desire to have changes take a long time. Uh, but it is important to recognize that most meaningful change does take ta- take place over time, and it does take time to do that. Uh, and there's always something that you can do to improve that and make things better. It seems like sometimes there's just nothing I can do. But there is always something. Sometimes that's about thinking outside the box. It's always about you know thinking beyond that frustration level that you're in right now. We want to see you break out of that and begin to move forward. Hey, that's absolutely right. And, Jed, I think when we're in this point of the kind of the despair feeling we were talking about before, as, as Glenn's describing here, it can any attempt at anything other than let's fix all this can feel like it's going to be worse. It's a bit like saying your house is on fire. Here's a squirt gun. Maybe start at the base. See what you can do. <laughs> right. But I think as so many things with that kind of despair feeling happens, the opposite is kind of true, right? Yeah. Getting in motion is going to have an effect here, isn't it? It definitely is. You know, the funny thing that we have observed over a lot of years working in some pretty extreme situations. You know, people we deal with folks who are really going through about as rough a times as exist in the world. The thing we found is there's always something you can do to improve your situation today. It could be very, very small, but there's something you can do to make your situation better. And there's almost always something you can do to make somebody else's situation better, too. And the next thing that we found, again, even in the most extreme of situations, is if you get in that motion of bettering yourself and of serving someone else, if you've got both of those, you will find yourself feeling better. Even though the big picture scenario in which you find yourself has not yet changed, you will feel better about you. You will feel better about your life. You will feel better about your situation. And that feeling better, that increase in morale, will actually give you some fuel to take that next change, to do that next bit of bettering yourself, that next bit of um, helping somebody else. So it actually becomes a a good spiral. It becomes a self-reinforcing thing. The question that we need to ask is, why don't we do that then? If it would help and it would work and we would feel better, why aren't we doing that? That's a great question. It's one to look at when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud.
Loud. Once again, we're back here on the Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's let's take our time and do this right, fellas. Oh, also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. No, no, we got to get to the wisdom right now. Oh, In that case, raise your question. Came to the Bridge Loud at gmail.com. I'm going to slow down for the actual part people need to hear to make <laughs> the show make sense. Our question says, "What do you do when things keep getting worse?" And Glenn, I think for the whole for the first two segments of the show, we've kind of landed on a very good idea of we need to make small changes. We need to that'll make you feel better. It'll actually improve your situation. You'll gain a lot of momentum. And then Jed had to come and ruin that with the very insightful question of, "So why aren't we all doing that all the time?" Very much, including the three of us on this show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, I think the, the, the first and foremost on that is there are two big classic uh, wrong directions I have taken many times, and I'm sure people listening to this have taken. The, the first is when, when things are frustrating is to get into despair. And I think you can maybe, when I say despair, I mean what is the point yeah. of me trying? Well, nothing matters. Nothing matters. I might as well drink th- this uh, milkshake and eat this cheeseburger and smoke this crack or whatever it is. Sure. It's just That escalated towards the <laughs> <end> there. <laughs> yeah. Well, they all it's like food pairing. You know, that's kind of, <laughs> so, you know there's a kind of uh, despair that just says it, 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 it won't Nothing can make it better, so it doesn't matter if anything gets worse. And believe me, it, it matters does. if things it get does. worse. As, as you pointed out, we work with people behind bars and people at the bottom of life. It, it can it can be worse. Let's not make it worse by doing anything that would, would take us down. second thing we can often get into is um, getting a, an anger. And that anger, I think, and that's my thing, I think I get into an impatience off of that anger. I want it all fixed right now. And that keeps me from thinking good strategy. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And Jed, if we're, we're going to diagnose that those are maybe some wrong things, maybe we recognize we do those. We're going to put them off the side. What do we do instead? It's a great question. I think it boils down to small improvement one day at a time. Um, the following is something I don't like to admit. Maybe you don't like to admit, but it's the truth: is you don't have the power to fix everything today. If you did, you would have. If, if, if I did, I wouldn't have the problems I have in my life. That's, that's how this works. But you can and I can make small improvements one day at a time. As you add those up, it creates a huge impact on your life. Uh, the, the old adage is true. You eat an elephant one bite at a time. One bite might not seem like a lot, but you add up enough and that elephant is gone. That that actually is how real change works in life. And uh, from three guys that have dealt with a lot of extreme circumstances, there aren't any exceptions to that. I don't think we've ever found a situation that was so dire and so bad that a lot of days of one small change at a time couldn't add up to a huge impact, even in the midst of that really tough situation. I've been handed a note by our legal department that says to say that the uh, Bridge Loud does not condone the eating of non-metaphorical elements. Ah! Elephants are only to be consumed metaphorically for a big thing. Ah. Don't do that. But I think you're absolutely right that those small changes, those are what we want to do. And when you're in that despair place, it can be very hard to see what anything positive would be. So if you have a specific situation that you can't see your way out, drop us a line, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We'll help you out with that. We might talk about it in the show. Maybe we'll get back to you privately. But there's always one next step to take. We'll be right back right here on The Bridge Loud.
this is Glenn from the Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles. We believe in you, and we want to help. We're back to you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Well, I don't care what the lawyers say. I'll eat an elephant right now. <laughs> I wondered what that truck out back was for. <laughs> I mean, I'll eat a baked elephant right this minute. Also joined by the producer of the show, Jed Brewer. When life's tough, nothing makes you feel better than deep-fried buffalo ranch elephant. <laughs> I don't. I have no response to that, so I'm just going to move on. We're going to answer your question that came to the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, what do you do when things keep getting worse? And you know what makes a buffalo ranch elephant go down smooth? A little secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, Glenn, as, as we mentioned on the show before, we're, we are used to dealing in our day job with folks who have problems that seem there's just no way out. And we yeah. might as well just uh, pitch a tent and live in the despair here. But uh, through over years and decades, we've actually seen amazing progress on that, amazing yes. movement on that. So what do you tell folks who are in those situations to get them on that track? Well, I think the big thing that we're missing here is hope, obviously. We have to have a sense of hope in order to climb out of a low place where yeah. we're, we're dealing with a lot of struggles. Uh, that's having hope. And, uh, you know, our day job is about helping people find a relationship with God, plug into a bigger spiritual community, uh, plug into social service needs that they have, all those kinds of things. So we're talking about a, a full life change, really. Uh, so when I say hope, I'm talking about something different from wishing that it will all be better. Uh, I'm talking about God cares about you, and because he cares about you, he has a plan for your life, and he has a, a, a plan for your future. And that means you can have hope based on that, not based on life and things and positive thinking and all these other things. It really starts with someone cares, and there's a reason to have hope. I think it's a really, really great point, and I think... Glenn is absolutely right that hope can be misunderstood and the idea of... So we've been spending this whole show talking about the point of making small, practical, day-by-day changes. And then we also say, but you need hope. And we would say you need a supernatural hope. You need a hope that can only come from God. And the way those things come together is hope is not, I'm going to sit here and do nothing, and if God wants me to have the thing I want, then it will just fall out of the sky and I'll have it. That's not the way hope works in our lives. It's not the way we've seen hope work in other people's lives. It's not the way hope even works in the Bible. It's having putting your hope in something. So in our case, that's putting our hope in Jesus uh, and what he wants for our life and then looking at what are the things we can do to live into that hope, to make that step, to talk to that person, to make that choice. And you need the hope to do that because we're talking about Stringing together a lot of days of progress is a grind, and it's hard, and you need things like encouragement and fellowship, but you also need hope. But the good news is that is available to you in as much of a supply as you need it. We believe that we, for ourselves, we believe for you, and we'll see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud. 
All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of the Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yes, Jesus loves me.